Hello, stackers. This is Rhett, the Dungeon Master for Stack of Dice. Last week, we shared our recap of Season 2, and the players did a really good job of remembering everything that happened. When we're recording episodes, it seems like we'll remember every moment, but it really is amazing to think of everything that happened, and it was all jammed into one season. So we found it both fun and helpful to spend time going over the events of the 27 episodes that made up our second season. But there were some details that we did not cover that I think it's important to refresh ourselves on, me especially, before we launch into the next chapter of the adventure. I want to take a moment to step back and look at that big picture again. Way back in 2018 in the first season, Tira, Bash, and Peter met the Great Stag, the mysterious and wondrous beast that started them on their quest. In their early time together, he pointed them toward the city of Flynnmore, where they were to learn about the Jewels of Edelin. Edelin, of course, is the continent where our story takes place, in the world of Vardalon. After overcoming some obstacles and arriving at the city's library, the party found a manuscript that seemed to describe what they were seeking. As I prepared for this recording, I realized I never made a special recording of this manuscript, so I'm going to do that next and release it tomorrow, in part because I want to be thorough, since we did an episode for each of the texts of the jewels, but never did one for this one. And also, it'll help us refresh ourselves on something we read through two years ago. So be on the lookout for that. Anyway, this manuscript, read in the recesses of the Great Library of Flynnmore, where the now mysterious Rebeck had been working with it, contained some clues to the nature of the jewels. Through its text, our friends discovered the jewels were repositories of knowledge, centers of learning, and that these places were scattered across the continent, one in Jarhamanad, in the far-off country of Rahajmanath, one in Tuonue, a city in Dauhuin, Jama, a roving city in the desert wastes of Setharban, and Abendala, the white city perched on the shores of the great southern nation of Muwaka. Armed with this knowledge, they set off, guided by Peter's limited knowledge of the world beyond the little sheltered town of Arden. If you'll remember, their first stop was Jama, where they snuck into the library tent and discovered the damaged manuscript of the Desert Sage. Thanks to the collective memory of the library's keepers, they were able to reconstruct the text, and through it they were able to learn of the presence of great pillars of crystal positioned at the four corners of the land, and that restoring them would restore the power of the former music, and therefore the magic that once infused this world. There was also a hint that where there is light, there is darkness, perhaps indicating something more. If you want to refresh your memory on this text, be sure to look up our special episode, Texts of the Jewels from the Desert Sage. After their adventures in Jama, Tira, Bash, and Peter made their way next by sea to the city of Abendale, the next closest stop. Here, in the cool walls of the library perched on a hill overlooking the city, they found another manuscript, this time called What Happened When the Skies Fell. This homely tale revealed several important facts that the crystal pillars were fragments of two shattered gods, one good and one evil, that there were four crystal pillars of light guided to Vardalon, two ending up in lands of ice and two with slightly more precise locations, one in Dauhuin and the other in what sounded like the eastern island nation of Kassara, that there were four corresponding dark pillars, and that true singers, ancient wielders of powerful magic, were somehow tied to each of these towers. We have a special episode for this text as well. Look up Texts of the Jewels, What Happened When the Skies Fell. From here, the party escaped just in time to avoid a double attack by the armies of the Reaver, 
a land army storming the walls and a naval blockade cutting off the harbor, thanks to the timely appearance of Asimeres the inventor and his wondrous invention, they were able to sneak out in an underwater apparatus that allowed them to glide away beneath the ships. After a long submarine journey and some internal party strife brought about by Bash's claustrophobia, the gang resurfaced off the coast of Dalhuin, making their way to Tuonue, a city on the verge of attack by another of the Reaver's armies. In the calm before the storm, the friends made their way to a mountainside temple where they read a holy chant. It gave locations for more pillars, confirming one lay in Kassara, and another in Trand to the north. It also shared general locations for some of the dark pillars, one in Vondhide and one in Muaka. Here also, Bash first tested his ability to fly, and in so doing discovered the presence of the Crystal Pillar in Dalhuin. Be sure to check out our recording of Texts of the Jewels, Holy Chant, Inner Light, for the full text. The party took part in the great battle on the plains outside of Tuonue, helping to drive off the enemy army. The captain of this army, a giant barbarian named Kaluakos, fled north following the battle, coming at last to that giant crystalline pillar. After a tense chase, there was a climactic battle, wreathed in lightning atop the pillar. At its conclusion, Antiphon, a strange figure who had been in some induced sleep in a tomb atop the pillar, awoke from his prolonged rest. He was odd, to say the least, but the party realized there was something different about him. Through his use of magic without using Starstone, they were able to deduce that he was one of the true bards. At this point, the pillar shook free from its earthbound moorings and ascended into the heavens. From Dalhuin, the only remaining jewel left to visit was in the steamy jungle land of Rahajmanath, a ship ride across the sea. Here, we know the party lost Thump, who fell prey to the deceit of Rebek, who was posing as someone named Kabir. There was a headlong chase through the jungle as the party attempted to rescue Thump, but Kabir's craftiness kept him just out of reach. The chase continued into a vast crater filled with fog, in the middle of which rose the Red Castle in the Clouds, an ancient fortress, and home to the last library containing a text with the final clues to the puzzle of the Jewels of Edelin. Here, in the face of Thump's loss, the friends read a fragment from the Vashundanaya, another ancient text. Through it, they discovered the presence of eight pillars in total, four light and four dark, and that their splintering brought about the loss of magic in the world. From this text, of the Pillars of Light, they know one lies in Kizaro, one in Kisara, and one in Trand, with the fourth in an unknown place, according to the writing. Of the Pillars of Darkness, one is in Rindus, one in Vondhide, one in the center of this vast land buried well, and one final pillar was unknown to the author. Be sure to listen to this last text again, in Texts of the Jewels from the Vashundanaya. I know there's a lot of detail in all this, but I just want to simplify really briefly. After putting all the pieces together, there are four pillars of harmony, remnants of the good god. These are located in Kazaro, Kasara, Trand, and of course the ascended pillar from Dahuin. There are also four pillars of disharmony, one each in Vondhide, Rindis, Muaka, and a final one somewhere close to the middle of the continent, which, with the help of a map of Edelin, seems to put it somewhere inside the borders of Moraga. So that's where things stand right now. And the party, such as it is, is pausing to collect its breath after an extensive side quest to help deliver the Witani in the open spaces of the Sea of Grass. 
Somewhere in the world is one of the awakened true bards of yore, and somewhere in this world is the Reaver and his remaining servants to include the Plague Doctor. Stay tuned. We are quickly heading toward the outset of our next season, and there's a lot more to come. As always, we welcome your thoughts through interaction on Twitter and Instagram at StackoDice, or through email at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. If you haven't already, please be sure to rate and review us on iTunes to help boost our signal. It only takes a few minutes, and it means the world to us. Also, don't forget you can now listen to us through Alexa on your Echo. No messy interfaces, just talk really nicely to her, and ask her to play Stack of Dice, and you'll be on your way. As a reminder, I should have the text of the Jewels of Edelin ready for you tomorrow, and I may have some more special content between now and the start of the season before we hit our actual play episodes. Hopefully this is all fun for you stackers, but it also keeps me in practice with the whole recording and editing thing. So there it is, a second addendum review to make sure that we don't forget the bigger picture stuff that's going on in this game. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you again soon at our table right here at Stack of Dice.